Hi guys, American Nerds. Welcome. Oh, shit. Yeah. Hey. How? How? It's been a while. It's been Fuck. a. Alright. Honestly, it's it. To be honest, we go. Remember, we we usually miss episode dates. Dates to like you know when we post. So <laughs> us missing an episode. We already missed really, the like, last one. Yeah. So it's not like it, it, us releasing an episode and then saying, "Hey, we're going to postpone for the next couple of weeks just so we this can reassess our lives because of this virus." <laughs> it it's isn't really it wasn't really so much of a shock for the people who listen to our show yeah but oh well yeah. hey at least we actually have an excuse <laughs> we're trying well i mean yeah that, we always, uh, we're here now uh i'm recording on my computer you're recording in your computer with all the equipment and <laughs> let's let's see what happens here we're just wanted to give you guys a quick update on how we're doing just you a know, little mini episode we don't little... know how you're doing because we can't talk yeah. to you yeah, but we hope you're doing great. I hope you're not dead. I hope you're alive, and I hope yeah. you, you know, stay inside your house and uh, wash your hands. Try not to touch anything and wash your hands like yeah. a good, normal human being, and yeah. not like these fucking crazy ass people who you've seen. Shit's it, like no, shit's just gone like crazy, touching dude. people at the Publix every single and day. Just getting anxious and angry every single day there's just new there's just like some something else like <laughs> something else people are freaking out about you know well okay let me ask you this when's the last time you went to Publix um, in the past two weeks a few days ago and if you don't know what Publix is if you live like on the west on the west coast you when's know? the last time you went into a store a Pub- grocery store yeah, gro- Publix is our gro- is the, <laughs> for the one Iranian <laughs> listener who listens to our show because I think what, what they have in California for a Publix is like a Ralph's or like Whole Foods, I guess. I, I, I don't know. It, it, it is different. Yeah, it, it's a different name for your, like a bunch of other regions. I have no idea what it's it is. It's just different. Yeah, it's just different things. Well, yeah, yeah Publix. But Florida I mean, is definitely called Publix. I what, mean, I, what, I'm, asking, I'm basically asking you, how long were you in line for to get uh, evaporated milk or whatever you needed? To be honest, bro, it, it hasn't been that bad for me. Like I haven't had any real issues, like, you know, like getting stuff I need because like usually like my dad just goes in the morning. These last few days, he's just been yeah. going in the morning and um, and just going to Sedanos or like Fresco or like, you know, Costco or something. And he just, you know, buys what he can, you know. We're pretty like, we're not like overly stocked. We're not fucking hoarding shit because obviously that's really unnecessary. But like, we're pretty, we got everything we need, you know. We like, in my house, we live, we live a few people, you know, so we live a few people. That's not really. Yes. Uh, so what's Oh Jesus Christ! Here's a little update, and uh, Y and W Melly uh, <laughs> was t- oh, tested yeah, positive has, for coronavirus. coronavirus. That's wild. <laughs> I wonder how long we were going to take with uh, this podcast without even mentioning it. But yeah, obviously, if you don't know what coronavirus is at this point, Co- what COVID-19. the fuck is wrong with you? COVID nineteen. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. it's formal name. Yes. Um, <laughs> But no, that's good to hear. Thankfully, on my side, we're all stocked up and we've been fine for the last couple of weeks. We have enough toilet paper and enough to- uh, paper towels for the time being. Yeah, and we got baby wipes, boy. Oh, good, good men. Good oh, and six nine moves uh, out of jail. <laughs> Yo, oh, you just read this now? I, I, well, no, I I heard about it like a, like a, like a few hours ago, but like twenty twenty has been wild. Yeah, no, dude. I I saw this a while ago. It was really funny. I, I don't understand why this guy is still alive. Existing. But alive. Still, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but thankfully, we're all good here in my house. Uh, the only thing I rem- the only thing I've been hearing because I haven't been to public since like I haven't been to public since last week. 
And that mm-hmm. was like an emergency um, drop in to get like ham, cheese, some stuff from the bakery that, you know, like my siblings always need when they just for breakfast and shit. Uh, but <laughs> yes, food, food. But no, just what they eat for breakfast basically was what I was trying to find for them. And uh, I, it, it didn't get to that point where you're hearing stories now of people like waiting in line of like, you know, up to five people at a time or something like that, or a limited amount of people can get ha- into the store. I haven't seen that, but I know it's been going on a lot, especially in like it's, our it's area. It's everywhere. Yeah, it's everywhere. It, it's everywhere, yeah. Everywhere, yeah. But like, it's crazy. The, the only thing I've been hearing as of late after that is just the stories that um, w- w- uh, our friends have been telling us. Because we both have, for those of we, you who don't know, we, have a lot of we friends both have that two work friends. In Publix. Well, I yes, have a few but in our inner Publix, circle, yeah. yeah, but yeah. in our inner circle, we have two that work in the same Publix together. Mm-hmm. And all we get are stories of people. Well, before the before the world became a shit show, we would just get stories stupid. of how people were just very stupid. Yeah. But now people are even extra stupid while being lined up to get whatever they needed. Shout from, out to my. You know, wait, <laughs> be, be, uh, before we continue, shout out to shout out to uh, our mutual friend uh, Brendan. He helped us. Yes. Uh, he helped uh, us a set fucking this up. literal king. Yeah, he said he, <laughs> he helped us set up our little our, our little recording sesh. He just uh, we have our own Discord, so he just helped set up set up a little channel for us. So thank you, uh, yeah. Brendan. Uh, and yeah, Brendan, not an American nerd's yeah. Discord, but we have a we have a little uh, audio room. For us to record these, we things. just have a Discord in the between case our that friends. We never needed it. We just have a Discord yeah. between our friends, and then yeah, we have our own little channel. Um, and but you're yeah, not invited. But yeah, whatever. Our yeah. friends they they were telling us how basically like some people were like they're they're wearing masks and gloves and everything, but like they take off their masks. <laughs> that cough. one fucking thing. I when love that cough. story. It's like ridiculous. A lady. He, he, the the way he said it was a lady was uh, waiting in line to check out. And she was wearing the mask, but she basically defeated the purpose of wearing it by removing it and coughing on her arm. Just <laughs> Where it's like, why is there even a reason to... Why do you have the mask on? Think at this point. Like, <laughs> you have a very stupid thing to do. It, it's, it's ridiculous. And hopefully... I. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. I think this is all going to get worse before it gets better. Most likely. And probably. and we're going to be we're probably going to be here for a while. But doing this, you know, but hey, we need to be smart. Know. We have to be, you know, you, got, you guys we have to be responsible, cautious, and we just got to wait inside. this out. Yeah. Hey, I not every not, hey, a, not I, every <laughs> horrible moment lasts forever. If yeah. I had to so cancel my vacation, we'll this. you fucks can leave fucking Miami Beach. I think they're already dead, right? I, you're talking <laughs> about the spring Christ. breakers. <laughs> God, that that video spread like wildfire. I mean, yeah, and it was like one of those other. It was one of those other like examples of like people who are not from Florida saying, "Wow, Florida's a shit show of a con- of a uh, country of a state." And I'm like, from "Yes, a, but I mean, that's not our fault." Florida's his own country sometimes. I think yeah. Miami. Miami's definitely its own country. It definitely was for that video. Yeah. I fucking hate it, but uh. So yeah, coronavirus. Yeah, we're I, I we're doing fine though. Locked up. Yeah, and we we're hope you fine. do fine. Yeah, we're hoping we hope you are okay too. Yeah, yeah. Do you should we start talking to like our audience the way like Dora the Explorer does? Where they're just like, How are you doing? There's like a long fifteen second pause. That's great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <It's> just <laughs> We do an entire podcast. Fan reactions, just like that. And you just hear like screaming. 
Look, it's an intro. American no, 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 it's an American Nerds episode featuring you. God, I hate that. Oh man. Uh, hey, I can't wait for the five but, people who listen to it. But yeah. But since we're not doing since we're this isn't really a traditional episode, we don't really have anything planned. So we're just kinda wanna just talk to you guys, you know, talk talk for a bit, might as well get something out there. To, uh, also for us. We just wanted to talk, really. Yeah. That's the point of the show. Yeah, <laughs> the, the the show has always been a good way to just air out, you know, just our the film film talk, and because yeah, because most of the people in my life like like I don't really talk to talk to about film and stuff, minus like you, Raul, and like my girlfriend. But then again, my girlfriend's like yeah. forced to hear me, you know. That, that that's <laughs> I didn't want to say that, but yes, that, yeah, yeah, sure, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, no, I mean it 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 was just. But yeah, basically that, you know, hopefully just let you guys know we're alive. Yeah. We're still going to try to do what we can. And we're recording responsibly. Yeah. And uh, I don't know what exactly we're going to be doing going forward, but there's a lot of stuff that we can watch. There's a lot of stuff that we can do inside of our homes. Yeah. And, and fuck. And serve mean, up something for you guys. I mean, and shit, like just us being like I, I, us being like giving having our little break like you know the news is still coming like, there's still a bunch of shit that's happened you know like it's been like, there is there, there's a good handful of actual news alongside the usual this is canceled today news yeah which is like almost well. everything <laughs> yeah um, what was today the south by fucking... southwest news is fucking awesome dude that's yeah but it, was, uh, it was something else that got yeah, uh, well, I guess we can talk about that for a second now. Yeah, so South by Southwest, we mentioned last episode, that was one of the big events, uh, big media events in general. That they were, were like, figuring out what they were going to do. The coronavirus. Yeah. yeah, and now they're basically teaming up with Amazon Prime to do a exclusive 10-day online festival. That's so cool. That's so Which awesome. Is, it's really interesting, but I don't know how exactly it's going to work. I don't either. Because South by Southwest, technically, the judging, the main, like, the main meat of the of the film side of South by Southwest is done already, because they've already voted on the films that they wanted, uh, on the films that were being shown for competition. Uh, like, obviously done online after the event was canceled. Mm. But I'm interested in seeing what movies are actually going to be shown. Will it just be only titles that it's that haven't been um, given a distributor yet, or will it be all the big highlights that we just haven't seen yet? Because I mean, I'm wondering, like the main the main one I'm thinking of is uh, Judd Apatow had a movie that was getting a lot of attention. It's a te- and, it's a ten day event. South by Southwest circuit. It's gonna yeah. be a ten day event. Like so, I assume they're, they're gonna be like streaming for like ten days straight. I assume, while you know the way the way I read this. it, and th- this is supposed to drop at the end of the month. And obviously, we don't know any more details as of this moment. We're recording on it was announced April today. 2nd. Yeah, it was announced today. It was announced today. Oh, you talk, are you talking the, about the King of Staten Island? That shit? The King of Staten Island, yeah. That's yeah. that's already being distributed by Universal. That's a, but I don't Davidson know if they're going to just like... Yeah, it's a P. Davidson, Judd Apatow movie. Yeah. But I don't know if they're going to... I don't know if that's going to be the case where it's like they show that film even though it already has a distributor... And it's just Amazon and Universal, two competitors, you know, showing this for South by Southwest's sake. I have no idea. There's already been a lot I, of people the way, seen it. The way I'm picturing it, yeah. But the way I'm picturing it is just that I, I was thinking it would be like 10 days where you get to see all this stuff and it's already released. I, I don't know if, it, if it's that or know. if it's like a schedule. I assume like since this is like the first time this is like a big thing. 
Can you hear me, by the way? <laughs> yeah, I could hear you. Oh, okay. I, hear you. Um, I, I don't know. I assume since this is like the first time this is, like they're doing like such a big thing like this, I assume they're going to be like slightly conservative with what they're going to show. Because I don't think, I, I don't know. I, I highly doubt that they're going to like just that a lot of these like filmmakers are just going to are, are going to blow their load, you know, showing this to everybody before proper like distributions because you know a lot of filmmakers go to south by southwest in order to like actually make a buck you know or you know do something yeah also, I, it's but, weird but, oh, yeah but also this is a good opportunity for you know filmmakers to get recognition because you know in the end of the day that's what we that's you make you make films so people can see them you know so this could this is going to be like a really good opportunity for that but it's funny you mentioned that because yeah. apparently this was announced without the discretion of um, any of the filmmakers involved, really, with their with their with their stuff being shown, um, oh, at least on, on the online sur- uh, portion of South by Southwest. So I don't know how exactly compensation is going to be um, given out in this sort of scenario, but kind of to circle back around it, it's really interesting how a lot of companies are trying to like combat and figure out a way to get around this thing in both good ways and bad ways i think the south by southwest news is a very interesting and fun way to still kind of bring life to that festival without actually being there the same way uh with um this was announced yesterday but uh, i don't know if you know about this but gamescom got um they announced that they were doing an online they were coming back in an online format on uh, in august instead of um I think they were supposed to. I think it already passed. It was it originally was supposed to. Um, it was already around this time where it was going to start, mm-hmm. but obviously they postponed, and they announced that they were just going to do it completely online, which I find it really interesting. Mm-hmm. And then you have people like yeah, then you have companies like GameStop, which Jesus it's funny Christ. we haven't. It, it's funny because we talked about how like <laughs> oh how cool it is is it that Reggie's joined the board of co- uh, directors Bro, GameStop was for like, a company that's already going down the drain. Games, GameStop was like going down shooting like <laughs> they they wouldn't they wouldn't close for anybody. <laughs> it's uh oh my god it the I the I had a really funny metaphor that I heard. Basically, if you don't know, like it. the, um, the, GameStop, the, the, GameStop, yeah, <laughs> there be very GameStop assistant. is the dead horse. Yeah, GameStop is the dead horse, but it's also beating itself at the same time. Bro, GameStop <laughs> was so insistent. Basically, what was happening is that GameStop uh, basically told its employees to not not to close because they're essential buying, <laughs> and uh, yes. they weren't allowed to do that apparently could, or something like that. Because <laughs> how can you survive without your Funko Pops and your shitty T-shirts of license? anime movies and my precious precious video games that i could easily get from uh i don't know a target or online PSN. digitally you know funny like, enough I, B- bought, I bought uh i bought modern warfare uh online just because so like you know if i'm gonna be if we're gonna be trapped you know <laughs> for might as well do something yeah i might, yeah. I might as well like you know buy a multiplayer game i'm gonna I, I might get doom eternal soon uh um, i'm saving up money on doom eternal right yeah. now and um and Final Fantasy. I'm I, waiting on RE3, even though that looks really fun. But I'm actually I don't almost really done. Have the time I'm, I'm almost right done now. with the 2016 Doom. I got back on it. Nice. Yeah. I, I I've been. I have a list here actually, because I made. I basically made a list of things I've been wanting to watch. Mm. Uh, in the, in this case, for however long we're gonna be stuck here like this. Yeah. But I, I was separating into like, well, stuff like a job, general things, books, movies, TV. Uh, working out and then i for games i have like 
I've already I finished yo in the span of this um, quarantine. I've played the FF7 remake and RE3 demos, Yoshi's Island, and then I finished Limbo last night because I never got to finish it. And now I'm in the middle of playing Inside. Then I don't know if I'm gonna do either Doom 2016 or Control because I've had a Control there for a while and I've been wanting to play it for a long time. Doom 2016 and what? Uh, Control. It was oh, a game control. by yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Alan Wake uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. developers. Yeah, that looks sick. Well, okay, I've hang been on. wanting be- to, be- to try. Before control. we talk about the stuff that we that we're really into, let, let's get into that GameStop thing for a second because it's just it's really funny to me. Uh, did you happen to listen to? That was the, all over. That the, was all over the, the press internet? conference. Yeah, no. Yes, the 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 manager, the leaked manager call. I haven't gotten a chance to listen to it fully, but from what I've seen from like the article, it's like hilarious. Well, <laughs> from the five days still exist <laughs> like that. Yeah, no, it's it's. Well, at least you still have a chance to listen to it after the five days of uh, people trying to take it down. <laughs> for, that just makes the situation reasons. way worse. Yeah, I know, I know. Like, but in that conference call, which after that, uh, for obviously people know at this point, but GameStop shut its doors all nationwide, and then they basically completely lost 300 stores permanently as Jesus. a result of this. And it's probably going to get even worse for that company because they were just they kept themselves open at a time when they were told to not open and given to the point where like police was involved to shut them down and it, that the call is really interesting and really it's really fucked up to listen to reggie really jumped in at the wrong just, time <laughs> huh reggie really jumped in at the wrong time oh i know i don't know what he's doing i i, I they, he couldn't have gone in the worst time possible if you listen to that video there's a moment where like actual managers of their own respective stores their own respective GameStops in the local area are telling the um, corporate managers, "Hey, what? Like, what the fuck? Why is, wrong is with this? You? Why is this even happening? I don't. I'm scared to come here and work out in the open, in public with these people, and we're, you know, putting ourselves at risk with people coming into the store and touching things that we, um, that 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 we don't know if it's contaminated. Who's or touched not. before? Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah." And then you have these corporate pieces of shits trying to go around it and giving them a half-ass answer, saying, "Like that, uh, th- there's a there's a moment where somebody literally says, can you just please reassure us that things are going to be okay and that you guys are going to do something?'" And one of the managers says, "We are doing something. We're we're talking to you right now." And it's like, "What the hell?" <laughs> <There's-> <laughs> <laughs> and, and you just hear the manager saying, like, oh, you should always clean up the controllers even when you touch them, you know, and uh, you should still get the controllers regardless of, you know, what's been going on. And <laughs> it's just ridiculous. It's GameStop I mean, hey. is trying <laughs> to act like they were trying to act like they were to, they were a sovereign citizen. I just like when that, in fact uh... they definitely are not. <laughs> it's the stupidest thing in the world. I just like that that one guy was asking for them to give. <laughs> is everything going to be okay? Like a few days later. Oh yeah, economy recession. <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah. You know, like yeah, everything's going to be every, everything's going to be fine, Mitch. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh no! And the funny and the funny thing about it, the the managers who were talking to them, they were all working like remotely at home. Of course. And it's with a bunch of managers at GameStop who are actually at the GameStop <laughs> working when they're getting the call. 
it's it's so stupid. It's it it is ridiculous. I but mean, yeah, it's really interesting to see how people are are are, t- are trying to turn this around and figure out a way to go around it and yeah, still make money. <laughs> I just think it's more interesting that we're just living in like this time period now. We literally are living through history. Yeah. 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 Like this. And I, uh, we could say this about this year. We could say this about last year. We could definitely say about 2016. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, the decade really did start off with a bang, you know, like the decade yeah, it really did. The decade. This, what was January? What was January? World War Three? Then uh, Kobe. Kobe died in February. Was Kobe January no? or was that February? Kobe died in February. No. Probably it was around that time. And then who 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 else? What else happened? There, oh, it was in January. Kobe died in January. Kobe died in January. Yeah. Okay, there was World War Three. There was Kobe. Uh, the impeachment impeachment was already done at that point. I can't remember what else. COVID nineteen. <laughs> yeah, that obviously. I'm, just, I'm trying to see what else. there was a bunch of other bad shit that happened in this month, in, this, in the yeah. in the past three months. Yeah, it's, but uh, yeah, yeah. Don't worry, we're pushing through. We'll be fine, guys. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> I, I always hope. say this at the end. And I, wash your hands. I'm always saying this, but in the end, they were all gonna be fine. So just you just gotta keep. Well, pushing. I mean, <laughs> you always need to be optimistic yeah, about things yeah, yeah. In, in general. Because you know? if, if you're not, then what the fuck? What are you doing? Just sulking? Come on now. Well, I mean, Gotta, nobody likes a nihilist. Let, let's be honest wait, here. Wait, what, 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 what? Nobody, nobody likes a nihilist. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Nobody wants to be around a person that's just like, hey, I don't care. Everything's going to die. And I'm like, yeah, I know, but like... Can we, can we just talk about can we just talk about the game for a minute? <laughs> can, like, we talk, <laughs> can we please talk about Super Mario Galaxy? <laughs> my God. Oh, yeah. Other oh, yeah. Mario that was another fun thing. Yeah. Those yeah, are... Super Mario All Stars Two. Jesus Christ. Well, okay, that's yeah, it's, it's a rumor right now, but I don't know what exactly it's when they're going to announce it because Nintendo had their mini direct, which was really fun and nice to see. But the rumor is apparently that they're remastering a bunch of classic Mario games for the Switch, mm-hmm. including Mario Sunshine, which has been long overdue for anything. Yeah, honestly, uh, to be remade. To be honest, uh, I, to be honest, uh, Galaxy, I, 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 I want a sequel. Other. <laughs> huh? For Sunshine, I would want a sequel. Sun. Well, I mean, technically, you get it with Galaxy. If you think about it, it's like it. It. It, it really is that um that cross gen trilogy of Mario platformers where you get from where you get to like sixty four on the on the Nintendo sixty four. I mean, I've always thought Sunshine a bunch of those GameCube games, and then Galaxy and the Wii. I've always thought all those games were just kind of just spiritual sequels to each other. You know. They kind of are. Like There's those a 3D Mario y- open world type of games. Not really open world, but you know. No, yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it was those platformers that yeah. they started in the 90s. There's always a bit of an homage to each and every one of them. You ever, you've played Odyssey, have you? Huh? Have you not? Have you played, you played Odyssey, right? I talked about it on the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you you literally get to play as Super Mario 64. Yeah, it's great. With the skin, and Odyssey, there's a hidden area inside Odyssey the Mushroom Kingdom. Odyssey is literally Kingdom. just an amalgamation of all those Mario games in one. Yeah. Like, kind of just like a, like a love letter to just Mario's generation in general. Well, not, not Mario's generation. Odyssey, Mario's Odyssey in general is legacy. a really good game. But yeah. I'm very excited to see no, Odyssey's great. You know, when that Odyssey. thing's going to get announced, because I want to play all these games again. You know my have you, have I ever tell you my story about uh Super Mario Sunshine? Uh maybe. You you've had a GameCube before, right? Of course. Okay. So with a GameCube, I never knew this as a child because I just I guess I didn't have the brain capacity to learn that at the moment, but 
I with a GameCube, I didn't realize when I was a little kid, I was like four or five at the time, that you really need you actually need a save data card, an SD card embedded into your GameCube in order for you to actually progress and yeah, yeah. Play, and and play games completely. So Every time I would boot up Super Mario Sunshine was essentially the first time I would ever play Super Mario Sunshine. Because I never had an SD card, and for years I would continue playing the beginning of that game it's like your own nonstop, hell. and I've never progressed. Yeah, it was it my own, your own hell. hell. The same with Melee. <laughs> Melee was always like, oh, who did I unlock today? Luigi? That's amazing! And the next day, where's Luigi? <laughs> yeah, for a long t- you know, for a long time that happened to me with the GameCube. Uh, I think it was speci- you know, for specifically for which game, the Incredibles, uh, the Incredibles video game, when the movie came out. I never, I've never played it. I loved it, but I do remember. No, it, it was great. Yeah. I loved it, but um, played that on the GameCube, and I would get really far, and um, I, I just you know, I'd you know, I'd stop, you know, close it, and the next day, you know. Just, fucking lost all, all my all, all my shit you know my my entire my entire walkthrough like like it's nothing you know like like fuck me i guess you know like <laughs> yeah i'll give you i'll give you a really bad one uh, but then i, I became smart my cousin. so <laughs> yeah no it, it was it was so painful to see after all those times but i think the final nail the final nail in the coffin of that um part of my life was when my cousin Slept over your, my house. No, no, yeah, console. yes, yeah. <laughs> I still have my GameCube, <sighs> but I remember the 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 moment it finally clicked for me when I was a kid to finally get an SD card was when my uh, cousin stayed over my house over the weekend one uh, one uh, one weekend a, a while ago mm-hmm. uh, to play Pokemon Dark Dungeon DX or Darkest Dungeon DX or something like that. It was a Pokemon game where there was a bunch of dark versions of all the of everything from Gen One to Gen Three. Mm-hmm. It had like a dark evil Lugia in the in the cover. Great game. He finished it. Took him two straight days. He left the GameCube on for those two days, and the good old days. Everybody, yeah, he urged everyone around him to not touch the reset button well, or the, uh power button those are literally the good old days when you didn't have an sd yeah or when you didn't have a card yeah. a memory card jesus and we had a blackout that is terrible <laughs> but before that i turned off the gamecube because i thought he was done because the tv was off because it went into sleep mode so i turned it off and it died completely <laughs> all of his save but then I blamed it on the blackout, and it couldn't have been a better time. Jesus Christ! <laughs> for me. Jesus Christ! That'd be. I had no idea that he lost all of his save because of me. I mean, hey, at, at the moment, I'm like, and when I found out, I'm like, oh my god, that's horrible. I mean, I can't, I, and and I gave I gave my GameCube up for a wee at that point. Hey, you live and you learn, you know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Honestly, uh, yeah, no, it's a horrible I, I, feeling. No, yeah, I, I, um, <laughs> I think one of my w- one of my uh, most like traumatic experiences was uh, once uh, I believe I was yeah I, I was on the PS2 I believe and I was playing Sonic Riders. I basically like oh I yes get, I got oh, super my, far yes and you know as, as the game would go on you didn't you know unlock more characters right. 
So I kept, you know, I, I was super far into the game. I was almost about to beat it. And basically the same thing happened where I, I fell asleep and then it just reset completely. But the thing is, uh-huh. I like, I thought like my memory card was in the PS2, like completely in. It was Hang in. Hang on, you're cutting out. Can, you're cutting out. Can you say that last part again? Um. Yeah. No. Uh. If you hear. By the way, if you guys hear us like repeat what we say is because we're on Discord right now. So like you know sometimes it, the audio. We're on cuts Discord recording through Audacity and Adobe. Yeah. Between <laughs> at the two, same time from both two, our ends. Well, from both our. God, Nihar's gonna have a field day on this. Yeah, from both our own respective, uh, you know, places. Whatever. Yeah. So I had the memory card in the PS2, but the memory card just wasn't fully in. You get me? Uh-huh. So it, like it like it was holding the memory card the PS2 but it just wasn't you know reading it. So I just got I got really far and it didn't save and me being the fucking stupid ass kid I was I just oh, I'll just turn it off <laughs> and then fucking yeah. <laughs> I just God man. Yeah, I spent the entire day, when that happened I spent the entire day getting back to exactly where I left off and I beat the game the same day. I, the, I remember the last time that happened to me was with actually with Odyssey, but it was because we got a new switch because my brother broke it. Oh yeah, uh, I forgot. You have first your, one. Yeah, you have your second switch. Yeah, I have my second switch because my brother broke it, and it pissed me the fuck off. But anyway, there was no way to save any data uh, from everything that we played in the first one, so I lost Sonic Mania only to get it back in physical form, and then I basically replayed all of Super Mario Odyssey again that's a very just so i could get my super mario it is but it was really exhausting because at that point my only goal for that game was just to get to my super mario 64 skin and play that one level inside that one room inside the mushroom kingdom and i'm like it's gonna take a while and it took me a couple days but that was it i should beat it yeah i did it yeah yeah nobody could take that away from me (laughs) <laughs> my, my glory of winning super mario odyssey twice you can never take that high away from me <laughs> yeah and what what noble peace prices you have sir yeah, of course <laughs> i beat uh through a fire and flames uh on expert yeah In guitar oh my, God. <laughs> my cousin actually did that he, oh really he was, he was actually really he was really good at guitar hero 3 guitar hero? on the wii yeah damn that, that was a man's game you want to talk about that yeah guitar hero <laughs> I, I loved uh, I loved Guitar Hero and I loved uh, Rock Band. I love both, but I think I was more of a Rock Band guy. There's a lot I'll of tell songs. You why. There's a lot of songs I listen I'll, to today that I, I started listening to because of Rock Band. I'll or, tell you why I like Rock yeah. Band a little bit more. Hmm. It's because of the Beatles game that they had. You ever played that one? That one specific no, but I remember, Rock Band. I remember Beatles when it came out. Expansion and it was huge. That is so much fun. It was the funnest experience I had as a ten year old kid. I would play that all the time during that one Christmas season when one of my cousins got it. Want me to be I honest? Would just go ham on it. What? Want me, to be, want me to, not a hot take, but just like a, uh, some some transparency with me. Um, I didn't really get into the Beatles until like mid high school. That was me with uh, the Stones. I, I didn't get into Rolling Stones until mm. my ninth grade. Till yeah, my my ninth grade year. To me, the Stones were different, though, because the Stones were always just kind of like those bands that you just always knew. You get me? Yeah, but it was, the it's always been too. But just that I, I it's just always knew. been that same yeah. boomer discussion, right? Beatles or Stones, and it's like I guess can't you just have your can't you just like both? And I'm like, isn't, yeah, isn't the isn't the boomer discussion Beatles or Elvis? 
<laughs> no, no. Because Elvis is the king of rock. Or is that a? But then is that just in Pulp Fiction? Elvis is. That's just in Pulp Fiction. It's Elvis. <laughs> yeah. So um, it's Elvis is the king of rock. Uh, Beatles are stones. Michael Jackson is the king of pop. Yeah. And uh, and and grunge music killed rock. Yeah. Hey, that, that's the, that's the four. That's the that's the. Um, that's the that's the Mount Rushmore of boomer takes. Hey, since we're talking about just random music, <laughs> since we're just talking about random shit, um, <laughs> what would you consider? What would you consider to be like the most uh, international, world worldwide renowned band of all time? That's a very broad question, but hey, fuck it, why question. not? Yeah. Why not? What comes up to your mind? Are we just? You you want to you want to just do our own mailbag episode, but it's just questions we ask. Yeah, ourselves. yeah, yeah. Well, fuck it, why not? Yeah, that's fun. We don't even have we don't even have like a e- we haven't even had emails for like a we good have nothing six months. We have nothing right we now. We have nothing. Like, like we only have Apple deals that were <laughs> sent to us, where it's like, oh, save uh two hundred dollars on your five grand iPhone. It's I'm like, oh, that's great. It's expand, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Hey, fuck it, yeah. yeah. Let's let's just do that. Just come up with random questions, and we'll just answer each other. Uh, so fuck yeah, it. yeah. Fuck why it. not? God. So um, my God, most influential band. I mean, not influential, but just like worldwide renowned band, like one of the most iconic bands ever. I guess is, is a better question. Would I'll tell. You, yeah, it, it's it's definitely Beatles in both the best and worst ways. It's in in the best ways, obviously, because of the music. Yeah, obviously their their impact i you you can't go wrong with a beatles song you know but then the worst ways you can go very wrong with every single beatles cover that's out there there's a lot of bad beatles covers oh my out god there. yeah and then you haven't have you seen yesterday yeah i fucking hate it yeah yesterday is a garbage film it's not a good movie it's really dumb i mean i was really excited and it makes for it you, Remember we it talked breaks about my that. heart yeah, to see Danny Boyle stoop low. I mean, Danny, <laughs> like that. Danny Boyle, he has he, he's a hit or miss guy, but yeah. I mean, from his recent stuff, I heard T two was fine. I heard it was a good movie. <laughs> his sequel to Train Spotting, <clears throat> and then you ever seen Trance? Um, I started it, but I never finished it. You know which movie I really want to watch that I've only seen like two seconds of? Sunshine. What? Sunshine is good, but the ending, it, it, people, people I, I'm, I've always been split in the ending, because it's like, eh, I don't really, it's it's so out of place, and it's not, I don't like it. This isn't a watch list, but, so I'll uh, get to that when, you know, yeah, when but I But Trance that, is yeah. fine. Yeah, out of his recent stuff, Trance is fine. His last great movie, to me, was Steve Jobs, but that that is also apparently a very divisive oh, take yeah. to say. I love Steve Jobs. Because a lot of people don't like Steve Jobs, apparently, which I had no idea. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a great... Point. I, I I don't know I don't know to be honest I like Steve yeah. Jobs I rewatched it pretty recently I still love it so yeah yeah but uh, to circle around to that question Beatles, yeah. yeah yesterday is a good example for how why to do it bad like how be, yeah no how for like Beatles why ruined culture <laughs> yeah yeah because it's just it's so annoying to think that somebody out there can imagine a world where it's like oh if the Beatles don't exist then coca-cola never existed yeah, it's a really, therefore you, pepsi you really is the superior <laughs> thing it, it is such you a really weird take, mindset you can take a lot from yesterday you can take away a lot from yesterday and you can like kind of make a really weird unintentional unintentional like meaning towards yesterday 
Because you could basically, like, like with the way the movie's kind of set up, you can kind of basically say that, oh, yeah, yesterday is basically about how the Beatles ruined culture and how nothing there would be nothing without the Beatles. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's like, so that's weird. a really weird way to put it with this, uh, like, romantic comedy from 2007. Yeah. It, and it's just peppered with these weird details. I, spoilers for the movie yesterday, I guess. But you have stuff like that... Like like pe- pe- uh, Coke doesn't exist. Pepsi is the grand um, soda of our time. For some reason, Oasis doesn't exist. Yeah, right. And Wonderwall is what just the- a figment of someone's imagination. Like what? John Lennon is alive, which kind of makes sense. But it's a very awkward, weird scene of a man yeah. talking to this guy who is He's like, dead. I'm so uncomfortable <laughs> talking to you, this ghost. <laughs> yeah, honestly, it, honestly, if I were uh, if I were that character, uh, well, um, what was the actor's name? Hamish Patel? I don't know. Some, some, Hamish Patel. Yeah, that, that's, that's I, I was thinking name. of his re- like of the character's Jack. name. Jack or some Jack simple Mal- name yeah, like that. Yeah. Simple Jack. Simple Jack. <laughs> simple Jack from Topic Thunder. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, yeah, I, I I could agree with that. Honestly, I'd argue more. Like I, I was gonna say, like for like uh, as for like a band, I'd say Queen. I'd say Queen in, in terms of just like iconicness. It's like it's un- undeniable how you you really can't go anywhere. You know, you can't go to a grand sporting event or just a grand event. You know, with a lot, with a lot of people without hearing something like, you know, we are the champions, Bohemian Rhapsody, or you know, we will rock you. Or, you know. True, but I could say the same thing with Beatles, yeah, where sure. it's like, oh, somebody says, "Hey Jude," everybody's gonna throw themselves into unison in the middle of the street, saying See that, uh, okay. the song. See, it's a weird thing. Or like that, uh, or like that fucking Ferris Bueller scene where they're all singing, um, um, "Feel so good" in the middle of the in the middle of the parade. <laughs> Oh fuck! Yeah, I don't know. I don't know because like I kind of grew up like I kind of grew up with that like like not really knowing the Beatles that well. Yeah, because like my dad wasn't really into the Beatles. Like he was never like a huge fan of it. And like, you were into Queen. Yeah, yeah. That, uh, let's let yeah let's say this now. I know that I was into so like, that Queen. makes sense yeah, why yeah. you would say that. And like I don't know, it's just like Queen was just always one of those bands where you just kind of. You, it, it, it's like a universal thing, you know? It's like everyone knows Queen. Yeah. Everyone knows Freddie Mercury. Same way like everyone knows Michael Jackson. Or everybody, you know, everybody knows the Beatles, for example. Yeah, it's like, I don't know. The it's, thing is, if, you were, to, if yeah. you were to tell me this question before, like, if you were to tell me this question maybe like 10 years ago, yeah. I, I, it would it would be hard for me to take out what I picture is the realistic answer mm-hmm. to my own answer to that, which would be which would have been Nirvana for me. But that's sure. my personal. Answer. I mean, I mean, if, I mean, if there's sure. a band, if there's a band that's really influenced my world, it's Nirvana for me. Mm. Yeah. Hey, hey, yeah, um, I fuck it, yeah. That's I guess another question. Yeah, what's your favorite band? <laughs> Nirvana. Nirvana. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, Nirvana and Queens, Queens of the Stone Age. Queens of the Stone Age. I, I, you can never go wrong with any, with either either of them. The thing is, like, all right, fun, fun little uh, antidote. I. Uh, I am um, for those of you who lived in Miami. There was a rock station called ninety three point one, The Rock. The Shark. And I would always listen to it. It's it, it, no, th- that's another station now. Wasn't the Shark which is, like uh... fairly new? The Shark is another station. It's like one hundred four point three. Yeah, one hundred four point three. The Shark. He, this is ninety three point five, yeah. right? Is that what you said? No, ni- ninety three point one. Ninety three point one. The Rock. Ninety three point one, which is now like soft, uh, soft, relaxing music, and Elton John. But uh, 
I remember it's when I was a kid, music. that was the rock station for Miami. And I would always listen to, it, uh, listen to it with my dad whenever he'd pick me up from school. And it was always either Nirvana, Tool, Queens of the Stone Age, Nickelback, uh, <laughs> Godsmack. And any, any rock band from 1991 to like 2003 would be played. And it's like that, that, that's what shaped me as a kid. I was always in the rock. Heavy rock. Too. See, like for me, like I kind of like, like when when it comes to like listening to something like on the radio, like most of most of everything I've ever listened to on the radio when I was a kid was like just Hispanic shit, like yeah. or you know maybe like Power ninety six. Well, like Santa Santa Punto Cinco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like one of yeah one seven point five. Like just a bunch of like Hispanic shit. So I, I wasn't really listening to like classic rock stations or anything. I, I was getting more into that. Like, you know, when I started diving into the internet, you know, listening to, you know, Queen or like Lickin Park, Guns N' Roses. And, you know, yeah, I, honestly, like Nirvana probably would be one of my favorite bands ever. I made, in my opinion, Nevermind's is my, Nevermind's the greatest album I've ever made. <laughs> it's like, well, it, it, it's kind of cheating for me, but from like my answer is uh, my answer is unplugged. Unplugged, yeah. Even though it's a live album, yeah. But no, yeah, it's great. I've always, th- I mean, I've it's always great, thought of yeah. it. That's that's unplugged, one of my favorites the, ever. The way unplugged is uh, the way unplugged is uh, is performed, and the the actual songs for unplugged fit the tone perfectly well. So that's that's a completely it's reasonable of, it's argument. It's one of the most yeah. haunting. It's one of the most haunting and beautiful concerts you could ever see. Honestly, it's so it's so masterful. No, it's insane. It. Yeah, it it literally is like if I can go back in time is, like, for going one a music event. It'd probably be that. It was always that. That was always my answer yeah. too. Um, and then for a while, I was thinking, oh, maybe uh, Live Aid Queen because that looks like a really fun show, and I have the Blu-ray of that. Metallica in Moscow. That's a fun. That's a fun sounding concert too. Yeah. I've I've never seen it. But I've heard so many trillions of people. (laughs) Yeah, so a sea of people. It's great. You know, Russians love rock, man. Oh yeah, no fucking uh, Russians, uh, the Irish, fucking uh, Slovakia. Like (laughs) just Slovakia. (laughs) You ever listen to Dropkick Murphys? It's a metal. Uh, No, what is that? Dropkick Murphy. They're the they're the band behind. No, no, no. They're they're an Irish rock band. They're the band behind shipping off to Boston from Departed. (laughs) <laughs> and I lost my leg. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they, I lost my They're leg. honestly a really fun band. It's really good. <laughs> Super Irish. Fuck. I love it. <laughs> That's this fucking this mega Scorsese. <laughs> like, I every time I look at Scorsese, that that's just what plays in my head. <laughs> Even though Scorsese's Italian, but. <laughs> Is he part Italian? Part I think it's Shane. Is he? Probably. I don't know. I don't know. Probably. Yeah. Where, I I never I never really stopped to think about the nationalities of directors. I like. Well, I mean, some of them are pretty obvious, but then like I've never really thought about it. <laughs> what's Mel, yeah. What's Mel Gibson? <laughs> Mel Gibson's Mel, Mel Gibson's Australian, actually. I, that I didn't know for a while as a kid. What? Because I I would always see jokes about Mel Gibson. And I'm like, oh, Mel Gibson, that white guy. Oh. Mel Gibson, actually, that white Australian guy, <laughs> is what my dad would tell me. He's Australian. Like he was born in Australia. Yeah, he's an Aussie. Mm. Go watch Lethal Weapon. He has that. He has that accent down packed. It's right there, and he doesn't let it go. Mm. 
You yeah. know what I saw uh, what I, I I was watching previously that my brother was was watching, um, fucking, fucking uh, Bloodfather. Remember that? That's a good movie. Yeah. Yeah, Bloodfather's good. It was awesome. I do like that. <laughs> yeah. It was a. It was one of those underrated gems. Mel Gibson had like a little comeback, like like a little two three year comeback period. A few years ago, remember that? What was it? Hacksaw Ridge. So. I, I do remember the trajectory of this because I remember it was a big deal that he somehow, for some reason, he wasn't like the villain of uh, Expendables 3. And it's like, oh, is Mel Gibson back? And it's like, no, he just needs money. Yeah. But then, like, cut to a year later, he has both Bloodfather that comes out and then Hacksaw Ridge. Which, I don't know, what, what's your opinion on Hacksaw Ridge? Because I think that film held up. I do like that film. I think it's aged a bit. Like in like like for me, I guess because I don't know. There's a lot of movies I look back on, uh, even if they come out like a few years ago. Like that, that I just kind of like I see a lot of the corniness in it. You know, like because for the most part, Hacksaw Ridge is a super fucking corny movie. It's like super basic. It is. It's super, and then it suddenly becomes the most violent piece of cinema you could watch for like a good fifty minutes. I I don't know. Okay, like every time I think of Hacksaw Ridge, I always think of Ben Shapiro. Mostly because, like... Um, Does he always talk about Hacksaw Ridge? Because ben, because ben Shapiro has a very typical, like, Republican conservative uh, film opinion where every single war movie that comes out is basically a masterpiece. And it's like, oh, you know, these soldiers, they went through they went through so much. And, yeah, like, yeah, we know that. But, like, are you going to say the same thing for every single film that comes out that's about, you know, war? And um, I remember a long time ago um, on his show, his podcast, he said something about how Hacksaw Ridge was was snubbed horribly or something or something. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, like, wow, you're defending this movie as like just like this American like masterpiece about, you know, about you know, uh, l- looking at uh, l- looking at the the brighter sides of humanity. When in the movie, one of the main characters grabs a fucking a armless and legless torso, uses it as a body shield, and starts murdering Nazi no Japanese the Japanese with with you know a gun. You get me? Like, uh, yeah, it's like, I, it's like the, t- the tone's kind I, of all I, kind, I see. <laughs> like, I kind of see both sides about it. Because that's kind of the case. But then again, that's always kind of the thing that everybody kind of talks about as a... How just... As to, like, why people like military movies. Because it's like, yeah, these people get themselves on the line. Shows you the horrors of war. And Hacksaw Ridge definitely shows you how horrific it could be. I mean, it's... I think think my one problem of that film is that it just kind of comes out of nowhere. Because it is... It feels very lighthearted. It feels like... The movie... The movie, if I could sum it up... It feels like a soap opera in the beginning. Maybe, yeah, sure. I the, if I could Frankenstein it, it's like the first thirty minutes of Captain America: The First Avenger, and then the remainder the remainder of that film is like if somebody wanted to do a really really like crazy weird uh, Omaha Beach sequence from Saving Private Ryan for the rest of the film. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I, I always think of that one. I always think of that one corpse screaming his head off before his head explodes. Oh, Jesus Christ! That's the one image I remember from the most from Hacksaw Ridge. I I, I just I forgot he was a doctor. <laughs> I forgot he didn't even shoot a guy. Nobody talks about the the fucking meat shield torso. Nobody talks about that. 
And it's like, wow, th- th- are you telling me that happened? <laughs> I mean, I, I believe well, it. I mean, maybe. Yeah. Maybe World War II. Yeah. yeah shit, shit's crazy, but like. You ever seen a, you ever seen a human body fall from the sky? But, Turns out we're actually water watermelons inside, man. Yeah, no, I know. But like, yeah. it's, I, I don't know. It's the movie. I, I will say that like Hacksaw Ridge is one of those movies that like it does. It, it like the best parts about it are the parts that I, I kind of look for in a film would be like the directing, like, you know, in the actual like set pieces, because all the war sequences in that movie are fucking brilliant, you know, like, and to add to that, I actually did think he had a shot for a while. I thought Gibson had a shot for a best I would, director. Dude, not, I'm not, I thought he, I, I is a really good directed film. No, from it's, that no, year. it's an incredible Mel Gibson's an incredible director. Like he's, he's a pretty great director. Like in terms of like yeah. set pieces and like how to actually shoot, you know, scenes like, like that. And he, he gets a lot from actors and Andrew Garfield was good in the movie, you know, in, in a, Hacksaw Ridge. I, I don't know. I, I Hacksaw Ridge is yeah. still a good movie. Still like a really good movie, but like it's it's very very corny. But yeah, still, yeah. pretty good movie. I don't. I, I, I like the Jews though. That's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's Mel Gibson's just he's Mel Gibson. You know, it's Mel Gibson. Yeah, <laughs> he definitely is. He's definitely he Mel Gibson. Definitely he's fucking awesome. He yeah. drives across oh, concrete. No. <laughs> I remember, remember that. yeah, that's remember, true. He was fucking that, amazing yeah, in that. <laughs> his his, his uh, career continued with Craigsy's other movies, but then I remember his comeback wasn't actually in Expendable uh, Expendables Three or Hacksaw Ridge. His comeback was actually in The Beaver. Do you remember that movie? The Beaver, where he becomes, where he becomes a really depressed, crazy man who believes yeah, that this beaver puppet on his head is uh, on his hand is real. Yeah, that's what. You want to know a movie that's so weirdly Jodie Foster underseen? <laughs> Jodie Foster directed it. <laughs> what? It starred Mel Gibson, Anton Yelchin, Jennifer Lawrence. Ah, uh, Anton Yelchin. Yeah. Was it Anton? Wait, yeah, I think Anton. it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Anton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Anton played his son, and Jennifer Lawrence was the love interest. And I think was Jodie Foster the was she in the movie as well? I can't remember. Somebody famous was Mel Gibson's wife. Uh, and then there's Mel Gibson Jody with Foster? a fucking puppet. I think so. She directed it, but I don't remember if she starred in it. I'm gonna look. I think she was right in now. it, yeah. Been a while. Yeah, yeah, she was in it. She was yeah. in it. I think she, yeah, I think she was his wife in that film. And who? who yeah, shot I think this? that's. I think that film's fine. It's very weird, and it kind of just ends. Hmm. Yeah. Hagen Bodansky. He shot it. Who the fuck is he? Huh. Oh, he was in The Lives of Others. I've been wanting to watch that movie. Talk about the cinematographer one, the, of the movie. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember that one Jodie Foster movie where it was like? I remember watching the posters, the, the, with the one with George the Clooney and watching the commercials. Money Monster, or whatever. They no, n- not Money Monster. I'm thinking of there was a Jodie Foster movie or some movie that start looked like somebody was Jodie Foster, uh, uh, that she was like stuck inside of a train and in a subway late at night. And it was like there's some guy that's trying to kill her or something like that. Stuck in a train. Know. Stuck. Yeah, in a subway. The, in a New York subway. It had this very gray, light blue uh, look. Color aste- look. aesthetic. Um, yeah. Can't remember. The girl in the train. The girl in the train. The one. No, no, no. It was reason? years ago. We oh. we could have been that movie could have came out at like in like 2007, 2006. Oh, so it was a while ago. 
a while ago. Mm. And I know it's not Panic Room. Not too even sure. Even though I keep thinking it's Panic Room. Yeah. She was really good in Panic Room. Panic Room's a really She's good movie. She's great in everything. Yeah, Jodie Foster, she, she really is great in everything. Yeah. I, I, I rewatched Silence of the Lambs the other day, and that film still holds up. I mean, it's a very it's good film. Silence of the Lambs, you know? <laughs> yeah. You, you want it? The, the way I, I describe it, the way I love like thinking about it, it's an operatic horror film. Because that score is so... It feels like it's out of place, but Howard Shore's score is so grand and epic that it makes everything somewhat more uncomfortable when you're looking at it. Like, I think of that crucifixion scene with the cop. Yeah. And the music is so... The music, you could put it's that gorgeous. in, like, a scene from Lord of the Rings. It's epic, yeah. Given it's a composer for... Yeah, it, it's weird. It's a horror epic. It's fucking I mean, like, whack, I, I mean, like, man. it, it kind of it, it fits with what Hannibal Lecter's kind of feeling because like he kind of see, sees what he does, like as like a sadistic work of art you know like yeah no it's perfect, something yeah. it's something kind of like out of this world with it and it, it's just very what for a moment you kind of think it feels out of place but it meshes so well yeah. with these things it's like you could you could hear that track on uh, you could put it on some scene from like lawrence of, the, of arabia or some fight scene mm-hmm. so, from something from epic arabia, something or, epic yeah or from, or from an old epic film from the uh, 1940s but then you're you're putting it in a movie where a guy literally gets his intestines ripped out and placed on a crucif- uh, on a crucifixion pose on the side of like a cube. Yeah, they put him in a fucking hell in a cell, right? <laughs> in yeah, the middle yeah. of a hallway. <laughs> no, no, they put him like in a hell in a cell in the middle of like a library. Yeah, something like yeah. that. It was weird. I don't know. Like you couldn't just put him in a in a, in a back in prison or <laughs> just in another prison cell? I don't know. So I think Anthony Hopkins was in that movie for like 20 minutes and he got an Oscar for it. No, I mean, yeah, it's a very good performance. It's crazy. There's not a there's not a bad performance in that. No, film not at all. When you have when you have Buffalo Bill of all people, fucking <laughs> what was his name? Foster. Um, uh, say Bonnie? God, Ted Levine. Ted Levine. Ted Levine. Ted Levine. Yeah. Ted Levine. I remember that only because I was looking at the cast of uh, Jurassic no. World, the sec- that second movie, and he's he's one of the he's one of the um, the security guards in it. Really. And I'm, yeah, and I'm like, why? Where, where have I seen that <laughs> face before? He needed the money. Uh, and I look at, I look him up, and I'm like, oh, that's this guy. It's just sometimes, that's so know, sometimes weird. I wonder, sometimes I wonder, like, how many like like roles like that, like, like when people like watch movies, sometimes like, oh, here's a cameo from this actor. Like, is, is that a cameo, or did they just need a check? <laughs> like. <laughs> Yeah, no, I. Th- th- that's usually obviously that's the case. Yeah, everybody needs a check at that point. <laughs> I don't know when you're doing when you're doing movies like Jurassic World two. Uh, <laughs> Have that under your belt, oh, unless you're, unless you're like Samuel Jackson and just beat you just in everything. <laughs> What's that old Family Guy joke? Uh, where like everybody says that Samuel Jackson stars in everything. And they walk into a porno set, and you see Samuel <laughs> there with some girl in a bathrobe. That shit's so funny to me. Uh, what have you been watching, buddy? Yeah, yeah. So let's see. What have you been watching, or seeing, or reading, or um, eating? I don't know. I've been, <laughs> I've been well. I've been playing. Uh, I've been playing Doom. Uh, almost done with that. I've been playing Modern Warfare. It's, it's fun. 
it's another Call of Duty, you know. I, I literally just got it just so I could play with my friends. I might, but like, yeah. Can you tell that things are different? Because I heard that it, it's, feels a lot it is like, definitely a reboot. Yeah, it, it, it definitely feels a lot like remastered, Modern Warfare remastered, in a very good way. <clears throat> well, no, I mean way. in the sense of the campaign. I That's always been that the, the no, thing no, no, I've I cared tried about. I've just been playing oh, multiplayer, okay. so um, I've been continuing my Michelle Hanukkah uh, little marathon. Not really a yeah, marathon. I saw that. I've just Where been... are you at right now? I you saw Piano Teacher and you saw Benny's video film too. Uh, Benny's video, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I, I love. I I I could safely say Michelle Hanukkah is one of my favorite directors now. He's he's his. He he's like one of those directors that you could tell that like every single frame has purpose and there's like yeah. like you really have to pay attention because everything is just so subtle and like if if you if your eyes aren't glued to the screen you're you're going to miss stuff and like he's very very you know he 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 cares a lot about little attention i mean little little details and you know everything has a purpose uh, a lot of the characters in his movies are very uh they're very um complicated uncomfortable they're very complicated yeah. people and recently i watched the piano teacher in benny's video yeah um both really great um i'd say out of all his movies i think either i think either cachet or funny I, I think cachet is his best one so far from everything i've seen did you watch him more not yet but everyone says Amor is his best movie so yeah, I've heard good things the white, about more. Well, why. from what I've seen from every everybody, uh, like what I've read up on about him, and like kind of like just general consensus is like his best movies are like the White Ribbon, Cachet, and like like a more. Yeah. Yeah. And then funny get anything you've been watching in terms of TV? A TV. Um, started Tiger King. Not really. I've been watching like a few episodes of Tiger King. Uh, I'm on I'm on three episodes right now, and I think it's just I kind of <laughs> I don't care for it, but I find it interesting. From what I've seen, it's funny. It, it's so it's funny, and like it's so weird. Yeah, I don't know. I I I'll probably I, I don't know if I'll get into that. Um, if I actually continue it and finish it completely, I already know a lot of what happens in it, and it's pretty funny. Yeah, it's kind of what. <laughs> that's kind of what like it's, it's, made it's me horrible but like you know like well the big thing with carol uh that that's the one thing i i knew about it going in because my dad watched it in a day and he told me about it and i didn't it and it was around the, it was before like the time where i would binge. hear everybody <laughs> well it's funny because it's like uh, it was because it's, uh, it's about a bunch of people who it's just crazy florida people uh <laughs> No, not Flor- not just Florida people. Uh, that one lady lives in Tampa, which the, the, if you want to say Tampa is its own state, <laughs> was, if we're gonna be honest. Uh, that's that's a shit okay, show. About, that really I is. I was about to say, yeah. like, are you sure, buddy? You really you wanna check the map again? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. like Tampa's a shit yeah. show. But um if it's following all these people who are who breed and keep tigers and it's like there's that one statistic in the first episode. That goes around the. Uh, that says something along the lines of more tigers live here in capti- uh live here in the United States with people in cages than they do in their na- in, uh, native habitat, and it's just like it's, it's fucking wild. Like, it's, it's a just, lot of fucked up shit. It doesn't make sense. It's a lot of fucked up shit. It's so yeah. weird. 
um a lot of people want i think it's i think it's interesting because like the characters are they, they they certainly are characters and they're weird as hell. the main guy joe exotic i kind of i kind of like joe exotic yeah he's he, a, I, it's funny no he's a terrible he literally person. got tested positive for what he's a terrible person no i know but like he has like this weird thing it's funny seeing people like edward norton and uh, some and uh, and like other actors yeah. on twitter's like campaigning to play him in a movie that they're eventually going to do because it's like he he definitely is a character. No, hundred percent. I want to see Michael Keaton play him. I kind of see that. I definitely can see that. That it's really <laughs> weird. Um, it's very. Yeah, here's weird. the article. Joe Exotic transferred from coronavirus isolation to prison medical center. Because no, yeah, he he tested positive for corona. Yeah. I was about to mention right now. Which is like what the fuck? It's, it's whack. It's every shit's whack, it's man. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy, but uh, it, it it's it, it it apparently turns from a documentary crew following these people to try to talk about why, like the dangers of having so many tigers in captivity like this, and how it you know messes up their psyche, and how they can never really that like tigers in captivity can never really go back to their native habitat. Yeah, because they don't they don't know what the they, fuck they, to they do. would die instantly. Yeah. They wouldn't know how to live in that scenario. They're not a hunt. It's, it, that, and that's all fucked up. But then it turns into this weird, like, murder mystery about, like, oh, did this girl kill his wife? Kill her wife? It just goes in a lot of directions. <laughs> yeah, I, that's the only one I know so far, because I'm on the third episode. It's, like, seven. And it's just, it's weird. It's weird. I, I don't really care for it that much. Like, I, I got into the third episode listening to everything, and I'm like, I'm interested. But I'm playing Tetris 99 at the same time, and I'm like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm happier right now doing something else. Yeah. <laughs> but... Yeah. I mean, um, that, it seems okay. Yeah. I have a bunch of other stuff to watch instead that I find more important to me, really. Yeah, no, I, I, I have a few other things I, I want to start watching. Uh, I, I want to finish off watching a few more Michelle Hanukkah movies, uh, specifically stuff like The White Ribbon and like Kona Known. Happy End seems really fucking interesting to me. 71, fra- 71 fragments of a chronological... 71... F- Oh, fuck 70, 71 fragments of a chron- of a chronology of chance is another really mm. interesting movie that I want to see from him. It's basically about like 71 different scenes involving different characters uh taking place yeah. in it uh, around the same tragic event. And mm. that's yeah. interesting. Yeah, Michelle probably no- I haven't seen a director that knows how to film people better and what i mean by that is like like just crowds of people because you could tell that like everybody everybody on screen and you know has direction from someone i mean from hanukkah you know everyone's doing something that's really fucking interesting Um, i basically wrote down a list of things i've been wanting to watch so i put in i put in tiger king because it's like all right i wrote it down and i want to kind of keep this recollection the recollection of how, however long we're going to be held like this for a while and i wanted to see oh what did I, what did i get done what did i what was i able to progress in this time so i'm just logging i've everything been doing that, that with letterbox doing. i've just been like I, I i i i've been doing that with letterbox still but i'm i'm just going into my notes app and just adding everything that i just generally do i have a list like on, on uh, letterbox well a few lists like of each month different movies that i've never seen before 
So yeah. that's how I logged my thing. So like for March, the the movies I didn't, I, I I've never seen before would be, um, I don't know, uh, fucking yeah, piano teacher or uh, you know, Betty's video or for January I had a lot of shit. You know, I had Monos and like yeah, bunch of other movies. Still gotta finish Good Dogville. The thing is, I just I have so many other ones aside from like movies that I'm writing in as well. Mm-hmm. So like I haven't seen at this point. I still haven't watched Devs, Alex Garland's new uh, TV show for FX. Or I've heard really good things about this Lego Masters reality show, that competition show. Do you know what I'm talking about? I think I saw something go uh, on Twitter about that. It's basically Hell's Kitchen, but for Legos. That's great. Hosted by Will That's Arnett. So cool. And it's. And it's like regular people building uh, very immaculate Lego who sets. Knew Arnett, but they're, who knew Will Arnett will get huh? rich off Lego? Dude, the thing is, if you play Batman, if you even touch a role in a Batman project, you get some, you get a big amount of money from something. Yeah. You know? And he just happened to play Lego Batman. But yeah, it, it, I, I've heard it's like, regular people building legos and they're caught under the pressure of actual professional lego people who work in the company who are like their judges in the show or like their coaches oh, that's beautiful and i'm like this is very stressful and it sounds oh, great yeah. i wrote down tiger king here because i was just i was interested after a couple of recommendations mm. then um i have cursed films you know what this is cursed films this is, this is shutter's new uh series what is that Curse Films is a documentary series that Shudder released today, actually, where they'll just be discussing a, a controversial or classic horror film. No, a controversial or classic horror film that had a horrifying uh, production st- uh, production background. Oh, so like Poltergeist and, and like, shit like that. And stuff afterwards. Yeah, so that like one of their episodes is on Poltergeist, but then they, they started off the season with an episode on The Exorcist. Which apparently there was a lot of production problems there. Oh yeah, there's a bunch. And then they're gonna be talking about uh, the Omen, and a, supposedly at some point the Twilight Zone movie, which is gonna be very interesting. Oh my god! For people that, who have okay, listened that, to this okay show. that's. The... <laughs> oh. Which is essentially gonna be an hour of people saying, "Yeah, John Landis killed someone." <laughs> John Landis killed three people and got away with it. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 ridiculous. Yeah. Then uh, Harley Quinn season two starts tomorrow. And I just realized that, like, it's been two months after the first season ended. But they're going to keep on. I was on, about to say, which season is like, two hey, already? Good for them. Yeah, it's weird. They announced it, like, a couple days after season one ended. Good show, by the way. Damn. Still pretty good. I'm, I was actually really happy with how the finale turned out. And the new setup is very interesting. I'm going to watch that. Def- I'm definitely going to uh, pick that up soon. I really want to yeah. watch that. I've been in that... I've been really f- craving that documentary... Uh, like itch in my brain for some reason so i'm also gonna check out documentary now you know you know what the show is um no what is that it's a show from it's created by fred armison and bill Hader. Ooh. It, that plays on ifc it if it's, it's all on Netflix. it sounds like an ifc for those thing of you want to know <laughs> yeah documentary now is basically a pair it's a series that parodies a specific um uh documentary and making its own documentary, parroting that documentary. So there's one that's based off of Talking Heads, Stop Making Sense, of some random English band doing their concert. Then there's another one about um, spoofing Jaro Dreams of Sushi, 
and it's like damn Jojo Domenico Sushi. <laughs> Domenico fantasizes about white rice. It's the name of the episode, I think, <laughs> something like that. And, but I heard it's very fascinating, and I I checked out one episode of it, which was based on a I think it was based on a Robert Altman documentary, following this one campaign, this one political campaign, and it was just really funny. It was it was just oddly quirky. And I, 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 I was fascinated by it for a while. And I'm like, eh, I got, I suddenly have all this free time might right now. Well. I might as well do yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Castlevania season three, I still need to catch up on. All of Samurai Jack is free on Adult Swim, apparently. Yeah, also. So I wanted to check tomorrow. out some of that. <laughs> starting tomorrow, HBO is going gonna, is gonna to release a lot of their content for free online. Yeah. So Veep, Silicon the Valley, Sopranos, Oz, I think, the was wire. in there. True Blood. Wire. Oh yeah, that's gonna be a fucking great binge. Actually, I'm adding that right now. I'm gonna put the I wire. I should put on the there. wire on there because I've never finished the wire. I've never even started. The it. first season's amazing. I've heard it's that other. It's another classic HBO example of uh, masterful, masterful first it's season. It's in the Mount Rushmore. Depending on who you ask, it's season a, it's two in the TV is Mount garbage. Rushmore. <laughs> like with Breaking Bad yeah. and like The Sopranos. <laughs> A lot of people consider that one of the but greatest it, shows ever. Yeah, it, it's interesting because I want to see how it is with season two. Because apparently, like, depending on who you ask, people hate season two of The Wire because it's just dramatically different. But apparently, each season is because it's an anthology yeah. that's all based on Baltimore. I think it, it, it's based yeah. off just well, it, it's it's based off different uh, people in in you know the Baltimore drug and uh, the Baltimore uh, drug dealing. Uh, area side of yeah. the city. Like there's one, there's one, uh, there's one season where it focuses on, I like the actual drug dealers, and then there's one that focuses on the cops. No, it, it's, I think no, it's constantly, the it's constantly like flipping that. between both. Is yeah. it okay? Because I, 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 I was told that there were uh, seasons where it's just like strictly focused on one aspect, but I had no idea. No, it goes back um, and forth. Michael B. Jordan's in it. Since we're starting <laughs> up the show again. So, huh? Michael, B., Michael B. Jordan's in it. <laughs> yeah, Michael B. Jordan, Idris Elba. Uh, Michael Lance K. Williams Riddick. became famous yeah. on that show. Yeah. John Dominic. Since, since we got the show starting up again, uh, we might as well continue that um, watch list thing of Nightmare 2 and maybe that Scream Queen documentary. I have that written down here, too. Oh, Nightmare. Uh, Nightmare. Nightmare 2 and Scream Queen. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Sweetheart in the Mouth of Madness. Well, Scream Queen was for, Scream Queen's for you, but I'll watch Scream Queen. <laughs> you should watch Scream Queen because I've heard I've heard it's a really good documentary. I don't know. I've just been craving documentaries now. Oh, I need to tell you, and, and especially for you as a wrestling fan. <laughs> Me as a wrestling. fan? I don't fan. think I've ever seen. I don't. <laughs> Me huh? as a wrestling fan. <laughs> yes. Yes. As a as a six year old wrestling fan or whatever you watched wrestling. I can't tell you. I I I'm not exaggerating when I'm telling you. That the Chris Benoit documentary oh, Jesus that um, came out a couple weeks ago on I heard about Vice, that. Vice's show, Dark Side of I the Ring, I heard about that. Is one of the most tear jerking, horrifying documentaries I've seen this year. Yeah, I, it is like it's phenomenal. That, it's a great that, documentary. I remember when that happened. I remember when that happened because that was back when, like, when I'm, you know, I was a kid when that happened, and I was heavy on wrestling back then. I, that when that happened, ev- yeah. everybody, everybody, like, at least you know, when I was a kid, like, all the kids in in school talked about that because it was insane. And then you know, more information was released later, and it was, it's a, it's a fucked up, it's a fucked situation. 
It's completely fucked. I somehow... I, I, I never got into wrestling at that time, but my brain, for some reason, just doesn't remember that happening when I was a kid. I don't remember hearing anything about it when I was a kid. But then, like, obviously I got into it after, uh, as I got older. I don't know if that's a good thing or not, but I, li- I like it now. But I, I heard about the Benoit story, and then... I, I heur- I've heard about what happened, but I guess this was just one of those things where... Because Dark Side of the Ring is a show where they chronicle, like, really fucked up crazy events in wrestling history. So from uh, Bret Hart uh, getting his match, his final match at the WWF fucked up, uh, fucked over, to um, this one murder of a New Japan wrestler, to, like, uh, their season two opener, which is a Benoit two-parter. It it just shows you all these really fucked up and sad stories in the wrestling uh, community and around the world and it's just watching that documentary is so sad and unsettling because obviously you know what's going what's coming up and they talk about uh benoit's life leading up to that but they also talk about stuff like eddie guerrero uh, who was his best friend damn. and they talk about how eddie died and that how was he was too. there as well when eddie died when that segment when they get to because they they talk to chavo guerrero jr who was his uh his nephew i think i think he i think it was eddie's nephew or eddie's cousin and they talk about the story. No, yeah, he was his cousin. They talk. He t- he. They're interviewing Chavo him. And he recounts the story about yeah. how he found Ch- um, Eddie dying dead yeah, on the Yeah, Chavo was a wrestler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Chavo was there in that same period. And the I, I the the most shocking thing for me because I I knew about what happened, but I didn't look further into it because I was just genuinely genuinely like uncomfortable by the situation. Was that I didn't know that Chris Benoit had another son. And they bring his son out, his first son. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking wild. Okay, so Chris Benoit. Because I genuinely, because I'm gonna watch it. No, I know, I know. But like this, this this isn't really anything spoilery. It was surprising as hell seeing it because I'm like, I thought he only had one son, the one that he murdered uh, with his wife. But apparently, yeah, he before he met um woman. I'm I'm trying to remember her actual name, but her wrestling name was was woman. Uh, he had a he had a he had a marriage, and he had a son right before right before that, and they were like a couple years apart. His first son and uh, his second son, and they interview him, and he looks identical to Benoit, by the way, like with the nose and the eyes and everything. It, it's it's crazy. It's uncanny. That's horrible. I mean, well, well, it makes sense because he That's looks like because uh, he's his dad. But it's it's wild because they talk to him about it, and it's just yeah, I'm definitely gonna you, watch you that. You see, you see 100%. him and Chavo and. You know who directed um, that, right? Who was Eddie's wife? You know who directed huh? Dark Side of the Ring, right? Jason Eisner. Hobo with the shotgun. Are you serious? Yeah. That guy? I didn't yep. know that. Yeah, he, he he co-created the show with like I think with Chris Jericho, because Jericho narrates every episode. Yeah, yeah, he directed it. He also That's Yeah, crazy. he also did like VHS uh too and he's done a bunch of shit. Yeah. That's yeah, crazy. no, I'm, I didn't not, know that actually. I'm definitely gonna watch Dark Side of the Ring. That's it's a very good, it's a very good I, documentary. I, if anything, before, at least watch that Benoit I've, part two. I think you've told me about it, but I have talked about it on the show before. Yeah, yeah. if anything, you start off with the Benoit documentary because that is one of the best things I've seen this year. Sixteen episodes, and it's just so heartbreaking and sad. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna watch it. Yeah, it, it's it's very good, man. It's very Wait, good. Sixteen episodes are. Who was it? Oh, Vicky Guerrero. They talked to her too, and it's just it, it it's just you, you just feel so bad about everything that hap- that's happened. 
But yeah, there's that. There's uh, I'm, I'm Onward comes out on Disney Plus tomorrow, so I'm gonna check that out. And finally, that will give me an excuse to tell. No, that will give my family an excuse to finally sit down and watch Toy Story 4 with me, because that's the only reason why I haven't watched it. Like I've always tried to make Toy Story a traditional thing. Yeah, I try for to me, for my family. <laughs> yeah, I, I try to, but nobody, but nobody likes me or whatever. <laughs> oh fuck! It's always been a family thing for me because yeah. I grew up. My, my my personal like affinity with Toy Story began with obviously with one. I would have a VHS copy of one, and I would watch it. Apparently, when I was a when I was a baby, I would watch it on a loop every time. Yeah. That and Toy Story two. Then I watched Toy Story 3 with my family at the time before my sister was born. And now that everybody's here in the house, mm. no better time than now to watch For me, it. Toy Story was yeah. always like a just a personally like like just a me thing, you know? It was like one of those movies that I just Same. always watched and I just had such an affinity, right, towards it. And like, I don't know. If you ask my mom, apparently my the first word I ever said was not mom, it was Woody. Which, you know, that, that led... That if that t- doesn't tell you anything about me as a cinephile, I guess that nothing will <laughs> at that point. Yeah, no, I'm just yeah. <sighs> it's uh. There's a lot of yeah. stuff I read. I wrote down here. Yeah, no, there's anything that you've been thinking about. You've been wanting to watch also that uh, well, you haven't mentioned yet, or not even just watching, playing, um, reading. Well, Michelle Hanukkah movies definitely. Um, that's what I want to do. I uh, started Tom King's run on Batman. Yes, good. I I finally got you in there. It's okay. It's it's whatever. <laughs> to be honest, like I'm not I'm not really like. It starts it starts getting better. Just, it starts getting better really with I Am campy. Suicide. <laughs> I. It's just because of that first run. Yeah, yeah, no, that whole the the whole like the the two Gotham super man and woman. I, I don't. I'm not Gotham Gotham man Gotham Knight and Gotham Girl. Sure, whatever. Yeah. We'll go with that. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I I don't yeah. like them at all. Um, and there's a whole thing where like fucking Batman tried to like stop a a a, a, a an airplane from crashing. Yeah, see, that's yeah, the opening. That's, that's the opening I, of the, yeah, that's uh, his run. that's that's not Batman, man. <laughs> that's but whatever. I thought it was what, fine. I whatever, uh, whatever. That arc, that arc is really important. Not because of, um, well, actually, it's because it's because it's important because of two characters. One I can't say because it's obviously a spoiler, but uh, Psycho Pirate is the other one because Psycho Pirate ends up being a big part of um, the Batman run towards the latter half. But his second arc, Tom King's second arc, the one right after this, is uh, I Am Suicide. And that's when the book really starts to kick into the really sad uh, inner inner mind of Batman and Bruce in particular. Uh, I, 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 I mean, yeah. I, 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 I don't really have the... I really don't have the, the, the drive to finish it, but I will force myself to. Look, if anything... If you don't like I Am Suicide, by the time you're finished with that arc, you could you could uh, drop off the mm. story. But I would say, like personally, as a, both as a fan of the run and you know, being like trying to give it valid criticism as much as I can, um, that that story really does pick up with that second story arc, and I think it doesn't really drop it doesn't drop anything afterwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of there's that, you know, um, and any specific movies. There's a specific movie that I, that I wanted to mention real quick before 
before we 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 end things right now um I don't know. There's just there's a I I'm kind of just like going. I I kind of just go like on my watch list on uh on Letterbox to check. You know, oh, what movie should I should I watch now? Uh, I might watch Portrait of a Lady on Fire soon. It's on Apple. It's on Apple TV Plus now. Uh, yeah. Is there a free trial going on for that? Because I want to use think that so. for Beastie I think Boys so. So uh, you can go in there. Ah, I'm definitely gonna watch it soon. Uh, I saw The Invisible Man. Uh, I also I, did. You thought it was okay. It's, it's I liked whatever. it. You yeah, don't know what I didn't yeah. like? I saw the hunt. The entire movie was spoiled by a traitor. The bad traitors. And I will stand by that. Because it's kind Oh, you're talking about yeah, Invisible Man? It's kind of despicable how, how terrible that traitor is. But whatever. How's that traitor's fine. It, it doesn't. It, it really doesn't spoil the ending, for, in my personal opinion. I mean. But yeah. <laughs> uh, the hunt, I don't care for. It's I, I saw that. That was. Oh man, it was so fucking mm. bad. I didn't. I don't care for it. It was basically. I, I wrote that this was my letterbox review, but I stand by it. It literally is like if somebody took one of those digital sketches from SNL and made a serious hour and a half movie about it, and it's just so fucking bad and cheesy <laughs> and cliche and it's so dumb. I I don't care for it. I think the the only good aspect of that film is the beginning. Even though that gets spoiled in the trailers and the lead with uh, Betty Gilpin, the blonde lady, because she's just so weird. Like she, she's she she's she gives a good performance and she's a good actress. I've I've seen her on some scenes from the you know that show Glow on Netflix. Yeah, yeah she's a star of that show. She, that that's where she comes from. And, um, <laughs> she's very she's weird. There's like fight sequences where she just makes a weird face in the middle of it, but like. It's not like the camera is moving as she's moving, and you just, like, freeze frame it, and you point it out. It's like the camera stays with her, and she just makes that face, and she just she just gives a wacky performance. It's like she's a cartoon in a, in an actual movie when it comes to her facial expressions. It's really funny. But it was pretty good. That Her performance is pretty good. I don't care for the movie. The movie's not good. But yeah. 2020 is going off to a really good start, if you ask me. I mean, shit. Uh, hey, I was catching up on my Criterion's too. All that jazz, you should, you would definitely. Oh like yeah, no, I'm definitely jazz. gonna watch all that jazz, hundred percent. Yeah, and I saw Ocean's Eight too. I like that one. That was okay. Um, um, I I'm gonna watch. Uh, I'm gonna watch soon. Um, yeah, I'm gonna watch soon. Portrait of a Lady on Fire. I'm going to check out. Uh, hopefully, I wanna. I want to start checking out uh, Decalogue. That's uh, that that that's been something that that that's been on my watch list for a while. I don't know if you know what that is. What is that again? Uh, it's basically uh, almost ten hour film. <laughs> it's Jesus. an almost ten hour movie. Uh, it, it's basically a mini series. It's kind of what it is, but a lot. But the director, I believe, his name is Christoph. Uh, Christoph. Kai's, I'm not gonna butcher his last name. He's from Warsaw. Is it the Three Colors no, trilogy no, not, well, guy? Yeah, it's him. It's him. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, it's him. It's yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I I know exactly you're yeah, talking it, about the the one who must not be named because you can't fucking say his yeah, name. Yeah, it's Christoph Polish. That's his name. Um, and, yeah, Polish name for and, sure. <laughs> yeah, he basically made a ten hour movie. Uh, and each movie is basically about like one of the Ten Commandments. 
and <laughs> and I feel like that's like a cinephile like achievement <laughs> like you know like uh, ch- achievements on Xbox well trophies for PlayStation because you were an Xbox guy yeah congratulations you completed a metaphor <laughs> yeah no I've been really interested in his movies for a while the color trilogy the three color trilogy is definitely something I want I've been wanting to check out for a long time uh, also I have blue recorded on my DVR because uh, for some reason TCM was showing that alongside a, a, a and uh alongside a kurosawa marathon nice. last nice. night yeah it was surprising i recorded throne of blood rashomon and uh yojimbo i couldn't record seven samurai because it was overlapping with my aew wrestling but hey sacrifices <laughs> need to be made somewhere <laughs> yeah i got three i got three kurosawas for the price of one so <laughs> that's fine for me what else do, do i want to check out um can I, guess, can I recommend uh, you something? Because I think you would actually really like it. Which one? Can I recommend you something? Because I think you would actually really okay, like you it. said? <laughs> watch Daniel is Real. Oh, Daniel was, uh, Dan, uh, Danny... Daniel is Real. I, I, th- that's been on my watch list for a while. That is that is a fun horror nice. movie. Nice. I had a fun time with that. And it's on... It's, uh, it's on show yeah, yeah, I'm right definitely. Now. I'm, I'm yeah. definitely going to check that out. It's been on my watch list for a while. I've been, been on that. So... Yeah. That was a good movie too that I also saw there in this break. So, is there any yeah. uh, anything else you wanna anything else you wanna mention? Anything else you wanna put in? Well, I mean, I have all these things that we there we've had all these things that we've been watching and we wanting we're wanting to watch. Uh, there's there's a bunch of content that we could talk about in the coming yeah. weeks. So, thankfully, it was good to take this little break to figure out what the world what the the mindset of our world is going to be what's life mean of our like retro- respective worlds is going to be for the next couple what's weeks life mean? <laughs> but we have a lot of things that we could do and we could talk about which yeah. is good i have a lot of books i want to read i have some games here ff7 remake comes out next week and re3 uh remake comes out tonight actually. yeah yeah and, fuck yeah <laughs> Are you excited? Are you excited about that? I am. Because I actually do want to play it, but I'm going to wait. Because I've heard the, the demo def- was so fucking short. Huh? <laughs> it, it really pissed me off. I, that's the only shitty thing about the demo for me, but I really did enjoy it. No, I enjoyed my it. Like, it, was, it, it played great. And, you know, I love like all the changes they've made, all the designs. Um, but, you know, the demo was just really fucking short, and I hated that. But Yeah. And then we could probably both talk about Animal Crossing, even though you started it. But I'm, I'm, I'm caving in. I'm probably gonna what? start it now because my oh, brother got it, and I'm, I'm yeah, I'm already, I'm already thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, I'm not because I didn't know you could, I didn't know you could basically make your own memes in Animal Crossing. Yeah, no, and with that QR Animal code, Animal Crossing, Animal Crossing, um, is like yeah, yeah, no, it's it's fun. I'm liking it. Uh, I'm not playing it as much as I want to, um, but it's like really, really like enjoyable. And uh, everything you can do is pretty fucking hilarious. Like, um, uh, like you, you could basically like scan QR codes, and you could like put different images onto the game. So you could like, um, yeah. what I did uh, for my girlfriend's house, uh, we basically put um, like <laughs> the hammer and sickle on the walls and the <laughs> and the <laughs> and the floor. So it's just pure communism. <laughs> oh damn! I thought you were going to mention the the Howard Ratner portrait that you had in your the wall. The what? The what? Oh, oh the Adam Sandler portrait. The Howard yeah. Ratner portrait. Yeah. <laughs> Howie, <laughs> Howie, blink forever. Uh, yeah. Uh, play Animal Crossing because that'll make everybody feel better. 
That's a very soothing game. Yeah, no, I'm I'm, I'm thinking about that now because I looked at that video you sent, and then I'm looking at everything else, and I'm like, I could make my own memes out of this, and then I apparently you can make your own arcade as well. Yeah, you can. To which I thought, yeah, you I'll could probably put like a face mask game. on yourself, and you could. Uh, oh yeah, that's my, really my friend, That's really my friends timely. Have been doing, uh, <laughs> my friends have been doing like face tattoos on the characters. They could do tattoos. Your characters can get no, tattoos? like face tattoos. Like basically, like you could like do the face mask. Oh, and then put a design on the yeah. On so the basically, face they mask. just like design like little face tattoos. Like uh, our friend Nick, shout out to Nick. Love you, buddy. Yeah. Um, he put like six 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 for for, <laughs> for his character's like face. So yeah, yeah. There's that. I'm gonna check out. I'm probably gonna. I'm finally gonna check out um, Link's Awakening because I haven't played that forever. Uh, and then yeah, I'm gonna. I want to get into Doom Eternal. I want to sooner or later. I will yeah, get me into too. Doom Eternal. Um, once I finish, I'm just saving up money. I think right now. W- once I finish Doom 2016, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna replay uh, Resident Evil 2, the remake. Yeah. Um, it. I'm actually. I'm gonna. I'm going to start that soon. Are you? Because I do want to play that as well. Yeah. yeah definitely. I still yeah, have definitely do that. that. That's fucking up. Because it's. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then I'm going to get with, uh, what's the other one? Hang on, I have it written down here. Oh, I've been thinking about getting Dreams, the Media Molecule game. I've heard about that, Because yeah. I find it really interesting, all the, yeah, all the fan creations that people are making. I find that really interesting, and I want to check that out. I've also been thinking and of then, getting um, or- or- Ori. And the World Ori? Of yeah, I've heard Ori. Yeah, I've heard Ori is a very good game. I've wanted to play yeah. it for a while, too. Then, I, I, my first thing, I'm going to finish, finally finish Inside. Because I never finished it, but then I also want to get Black Mesa, as well the Half Life fan remake that was like officially sanctioned by Steam. Oh, dude, fucking Half Life Alex yeah. looks so sick. It looks it amazing. It looks really good. I want it so bad. bad. I don't have the money for a VR. Yeah, set. I want it so bad. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, it is. It, it. Well, no, I, I, I spoiled some things for myself. It literally is all what um, everything that Half Life fans have been waiting to Perfect. see. Perfect. Which is saying a lot of really good. Which is saying something really, really good about that game. But it also looks yeah. really fun. I've seen some gameplay, and there's that one meme that's going around. Have you seen it? Of uh, some guy, he's playing Alex, and then he gra- he grabs a, a a spray can. He does like an he does like the uh, the school S that you see in everybody's paper. And then he, he's able to do, like, a middle finger <laughs> on both arms in front of the S. Where, like, he writes it, and it's like, school sucks. And he just flips off this wall. Yeah, school sucks. Stupid. S-U-X sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it literally was that. Uh, I might get into drawing again. I, I, was able to, uh, I was able to sketch a little uh, swamp thing. I mean, I just draw, uh, I mean, I just draw whenever. That's not really a thing. Like, I, I, put t- like I, set a t- I set aside time for I just do it when, you know, whenever. Yeah, I, 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 I try to do I try to do that because I just want to. It's a, it's a relaxing. I just really draw when I want to draw. I like know? just sitting down there. Like, yeah, I, I like sitting down and just having something to like look lately at. Lately, I've just been drawing. Like I've just been like <laughs> like trying to draw like a uh, new uh, 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 Badison Robert Badison. Yeah. Bat I'm still sticking with Bat Pat. It's Bat Pat's a fun name for me. I don't care. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, so that's how you. Yeah, I can't wait to see that in 2022. Yeah, yeah. but hey, you know, life happens. 
Well, okay, I I don't know if you heard that, but yeah, it's yeah, like I know, I know. Batman's either gonna go 2022 release or they're gonna pry the October. push it for like a fall of October 2021. October would be perfect. Yeah. You know what? Look, October would be perfect, but you know what would be even more perfect than that? Christmas yes, Day. Yes. Yes. Like I think I think what because we haven't had a Christmas Batman movie in a long time. I mean, shit. Catwoman, I think the last one was Fantastic. Catwoman, Penguin. Why not? And Batman yeah, Returns yeah, yeah. too. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Was Batman Returns a summer no, that was movie? A, that was Christmas. Definitely Christmas. Was it? I know it was set in Christmas, but I'm talking about oh, release date. Oh, I'm not why. sure. I'm not sure. That yeah. was a that was a VHS movie for me, sir. <laughs> oh, well, obviously yeah. for both of us, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff we're gonna look at, and a lot of things that we could check uh, out. Keep keep keep. Um, I guess this is about it, basically. Uh. Yeah. Uh, keep an eye on our. I don't think I don't think anything really changes to the format of the show. We'll find some news to talk about, even though I don't think there's going to be that much. There might be more in the coming mm-hmm. weeks, but I'm trying to keep a limit on like, oh, is this canceled today? Because, yeah, everybody would know at that point. And there's a website that literally tells you everything yeah. that's canceled at this point. And we've embedded it in the last week's uh, show. So yeah, just keep it. Uh, just keep an eye on. Uh, keep an eye on our social medias. You know, where can we find you, buddy? You can find me at Summer Oak Cruise on Twitter, and uh, yeah. <laughs> you can find, find me you? at Vic Manuel Calvo on uh, on Twitter and on Letterboxd, and you can find the show at American Nerds on Instagram. Uh, any update? Yeah. Any updates uh, when we're gonna post? We'll keep you updated on the Instagram. If you want to check, if you want to check out uh, different, if you have any, you know, you have no idea what you want to watch, check out our Letterboxes. You could probably find some something that may, might interest you. But well, shit. You got that Adobe on you on your desktop. I was thinking we because I've seen every like every, every film account try to do this now, where they have a daily or like semi uh, semi daily. Sorry, no semi weekly uh, recommendations post. Yeah. Of like a, an American Nerds picks mm-hmm. thing. We could probably, probably do that. Yeah. Or just whatever the hell we want, whatever we want people yeah. to see. Whatever's new, whatever we think about, yeah, yeah, no, we're, we're gonna start. You got, you got that Photoshop we, money. Now that so we have good. the time, we're <laughs> now that we have the time, we're, we're gonna yeah. start. We'll see we'll, how the show's gonna gonna evolve from 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 you know what it is now. So maybe we could do. Yeah, video. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't know Discord does video. Yeah, it does. Right? I just it don't does, know how to does. embed it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. We'll figure it out. All right. I don't know. Goodbye, y'all. <laughs> we we hope we hope you enjoy. We hope you stick around with us, and we hope you wash survive. Your hands. And wash your hands, please. S- stay safe. Be y'all. safe. You know, don't wipe wipe yourself, wipe things, and all that. <laughs> but yeah, y'all take care. Rate, review, subscribe. Rate, review, subscribe. All that. Goodbye, y'all. <laughs> At, At home. home. Bye. Bye. <laughs> At home.